Of course, the Lexus Golden Opportunity sales event is about exceptional offers, but it's also about the luxury of versatility and the freedom of a summer day coming together for you at the perfect moment. Lease the 2019 NX300 all-wheel drive for $369 a month for 36 months with $29.99 to a signing. Experience amazing at your Washington area Lexus dealer. Call 1-800-USA-LEXUS for important lease offer and pricing details. Not all customers will qualify. Offer valid in the Lexus Eastern area only and in September 3rd, 2019. Welcome into the Sun Sports Podcast Network. This is Sports on Tap, and you are listening to a pre-recorded show of Sun Live. That being said, with George and Sammy Jorjour, the best brothers in sports. Give us a listen today. You can also find us live on Facebook.com slash Live. That's S-O-N-T Live. Every single day at 2 p.m. Pacific time. You can find us here on SoundCloud or on Apple Podcasts. Just type in Sant Live. I hope you enjoy. Every single day is something new and something different. Enjoy the show and please subscribe to the podcast. Welcome into Sant Live. You are watching That Being Said with George and Sammy Georgeur. Welcome into Sant Live Sports, Sports on Tap. This is episode 385 of Sant Live. We are today having a little bit of a special episode. Before we get to that, I'm your co-host, Sammy Georgeur. And I'm George Georgeur coming at you live and direct from the Sant Live Studios in sunny Everett, Washington. Thank you for tuning in today, whether that be on Facebook.com slash Sant Live, our Periscope at Sant Live, or YouTube.com slash Sant Live Sports. Welcome in Instagram. That's where you can watch us live. This is Sports Radio. Redefine. Your volume is on your computer. That's where the volume. I can't. Is I can't do the redefine with you when you do it like that because I don't know when it's happening. Here, whenever I stop with oh, I don't know when you're gonna stop. So that's that's why you gotta be on your toes, baby. That that you gotta be. You gotta be better at your at your job with this. Wow. Shots fired. So today we're gonna go over ESPN's top or dominant twenty that just came out yesterday. Their most dominant athletes of the last twenty years. Um, we're going to go over that pretty quickly in like 10 minutes max. And then we're both going to go over our dominant 20. I'm going to kind of give you a precursor on my dominant 20. There's no NASCAR and there's no hockey. I'm not going to make a dominant 20, first of all, with a sp- involving sports that I am not that aware of. Fair enough. Number one. Number two, um, I believe to be part of the dominant 20, you kind of have to have a big storyline in the national agree. media throughout the those 20 years and it does not mean you have to be dominant for those 20 years Mm -hmm. but you just have to have a very dominant period within these 20 years so i'm going to go through some comments really quick yeah and uh, before you go through some comments uh i saw one comment i want to address from dane lee archer (laughs) um i'm wondering if he knows that we know this yeah and i'm just wondering for everyone watching is anyone else having that problem that I'm my uh, I asked my father and he said that it said two o'clock on his it said three o'clock on mine It said three o'clock on Sammy's Dane Lee Archer said two o'clock on his I don't know what's going the on Facebook, Facebook scheduler for some reason is giving different times to different people and yep. I don't think it's obviously it's obviously not Well, I don't it's not that I don't think it's obviously not correlating to everyone's different time zones So it's kind of confused us. Yeah um, but even with time zones, I mean, Tony's in the same office. You know, I said it's obviously not correlating oh, with people's time oh, zones. Okay, I see what so you're if saying. it's not correlating with other people's time zones, we don't know really what's going on. We scheduled it for three today. Dane saw two. Other people saw two. Kind of weird. Yep. I'm not sure. 
Uh, Nathaniel said, I'm rooting for the Vikings over the Eagles in the season starter. Um, I'll also be doing so because I am now a Vikings fan with Kirk Cousins there. I want him to succeed. Yeah, and uh, I'll also be doing that as well. Gabe said, what's good, guys? It's nice to be back after a crazy week. I'm glad I got to hear you guys discuss sports again. Anyway, keep it up and let's get the show started. Welcome back, Gabe. I noticed we didn't, I didn't see Gabe for the last two days. So yeah, I was a little concerned. I, I was concerned as well. I'm glad you're back, Gabe. Uh, I know you in, are enjoying this towards the end of a regular season. Let's get the real party started with the playoffs coming next month. It's exciting. Dane said, made bets for NBA and NCAA already. Um, Nathan said, I haven't. Dane took money line, parlay, uh, Cavs, 76ers, and Nets tonight. That's exciting. That's I, love, I, love, I, love, I love doing bets. I might have to move to Nevada. I know. It sounds like it's a great time, to be honest. Um, go Cavs. Gabe said, can't wait for baseball to start. I'm glad to hear that because I can't wait either. And we know, I know not everybody's a huge baseball fan, but George and I are both. So yeah, I mean, that's it's baseball season to me, man. That's a, It's like the world's greatest TV show. I mean, I love NBA. I love NFL. But what I really love about baseball is that it's almost every single night, I know around 7 p.m., I'm going to have the Mariners on in the background. It's like a hundred six. It is 162 games, but 162 episode show usually doesn't end the way I want it to end though. It never has actually. That's fair. Nathan said me neither go Rangers. What's up from Paul Dan Ridge, Dan Ridge. What is up Paul Dan Ridge? Welcome to the show. Gabe said and Harden is MVP this year. Hands down. If he's not, I'm done with the NBA. If Harden is not the MVP, I'll also be, Quite confused. Yeah, I'd be com- I mean, I'd be. I'm. Everyone knows I'm not the biggest James Harden fan, but I mean, you cannot deny how great he is, and you can't also deny that he's not the. He's the MVP of the league, and no one else deserves. I mean, obviously, I think LeBron's always the MVP, but who's who's played as the most valuable player in this regular season? It is James Harden. But to Gabe's point, I know if James Harden doesn't win the MVP, you're still watching the NBA next season. True, but. But if LeBron were to win MVP this year, that would just tell me that we had a mistake at MVP for the last 25 right. years. Because and, and that means Jordan should have like eight or nine. Mm-hmm. LeBron should have like nine or ten, eight or nine, whatever right, it is. Right. So it's obviously not just the best player, even though I also think LeBron's been the MVP every year. And just like Jordan was. Right. But it's going to be James Harden. Yeah, no, it will be James Harden. And, it, and if I mean, the, there's <laughs> what I was going to say real quick, but like you, to your point, if I mean, this is. Out of every year, you know me, I'm the biggest proponent of LeBron should be MVP each and every season. This is the season he least deserves that. I agree. Um, William said, Gabe, I agree with you, Harden MVP, hands down. And he said, never bet on Toronto. I also agree if never bet on Toronto. Nathaniel said, I'm not seeing anything. Is it just me or is it for everyone? I believe it's just for you. Uh, Just refresh your page because I am... Seeing everything on my side, clearly no one else is seeing anything. And he said, or hearing. Well, let's. Is it just me or is it for everyone? I be- Our speakers work. Mm-hmm. So um, let's get started. We're going to go through, first of all, the ESPN Top 20 list. Quick reactions. We obviously, a lot of people have disagreed with it. I think it's gotten a lot of national attention these last 24 hours. And about I'm going to give you credit. Uh, I'm going to give you a little credit, actually. Huh. Because the national media didn't really jump on it yesterday. I didn't see anything about it yesterday, yeah. except for me. Except for you. <laughs> yeah. So I want to give Sammy the credit. They must have been here. They, I mean, Colin's show must have heard our show. Shannon Sharp's show must have heard our show. They're just copying what we were going to do. Totally. Number 20 on ESPN's Dominant 20, which is the Dominant 20 players in the last 20 years. And then we're going to go through this. We're going to try to get through this within the next 
four to eight minutes and then we're gonna have to we'll do a quick comment break do our 20 we'll do our 20 through 10 comments then our 10 through one and then we'll do some comment break there Tom Brady is at 20 for the dominant 20 list um, on ESPN's dominant 20 um, I think a lot this this is one that caused a lot of stir um, in the national media there's guys that are ahead of him that shouldn't be and everyone already knows so I'll say it Peyton Manning's far, far ahead on this list, which I it's fine to have Peyton Manning high on this list. That's right. totally fine. It's okay if you want to put him over Tom Brady when it comes to dominance for talking regular season and all this. But the when we hear where Peyton Manning is, the difference, first of all, is ridiculous. And really, if you look at all in all, everything together, he should be ahead of Peyton Manning as well. And being at 20, I think, is kind of a disgrace. I'm not saying he has yes, to be top five. Absolutely. I wouldn't even be bummed. He's barely in my top 10 because I think there's a lot of athletes also left off on this list. Yep. Um, but he needs to be somewhere more in the 10 range. Yeah, I mean, just have Tom Brady. Is, I mean, Tom Brady is arguably the best American team athlete in history. Uh, I mean... I'm not going to say he is, but he's arguably the best American uh, team athlete of all time. Would you say that? You can make an argument for it. He's the best American. Say that one more time. The best American team athlete. Like team sports. Uh, I'd say a little bit of yes, a little bit of no, just because the fact that I think it's football is a hard one to determine if that. Like, cause that it the, is a hard one to determine. Because there, he doesn't play defense. But uh, football-wise... I think the best football player in the last 20 years by far, right? So why would Manning be ahead of him? Why would Manning be ahead of him? Exactly. Number 19, Manny Pacquiao. Um, There's not a fan of this one, to be honest. I think especially how boxing sort of died in the last 20 years, if you're going to put one person, it has to be between the winner of Floyd and Manny, and Floyd obviously won that. And uh, to, to sit here and talk about not just dominance, but also the impact. Like dominance, I feel like, should have played a role of like, what impact the person's had and to already just see Manny Pacquiao at 19 and Tom Brady at 20 already bothers me, which kind of tells me that Manny Pacquiao probably shouldn't be on this list. Yep. Complete. I mean, Manny Pacquiao, I mean, internationally he's a big name and I, I get all that, but at the end of the day, I don't think Manny Pacquiao either deserves to be on this list. Even I, I mean, I don't have him in my top 20 spoiler alert. Yeah. And, and neither do I. And the next one, this is not me trying to discredit woman. Mm-hmm. Um, but not. right, this was the most shocking one that on the list to me. That's not a woman. And the reason I say that is just because I'm not very well versed in women's sports. Right. I have three women on my list. I'm pretty sure you have two, right, or one. I have one. I have three women on my list, but there are some women on this list. Maybe because I don't know much about women's sports, mm-hmm. but that I didn't even know about. Like right. I didn't even know who they were. So it was a little shocking to me. Which I'm not here to give. You know, like very PC th- answers yeah, all the that's time. Not, that's not your job. I think ESPN's list was played to a little bit of the PC role, ranking some women really high, 100%. trying to drop some players a little lower because of probably their, what they've done off the field. Right. Um, but number 18 is Mike Trout, who has not even won a playoff game. Um, he's only 25, right? 26. Uh, he hasn't yes. even been in the league long enough to be that dominant. No, he has not. Um, I mean, Mike Trout has been good. He's been great. But, I mean, I think part of dominance – like, I, one one way I look at this is if this guy was walking down the street, would I recognize him? Or would my mom recognize him? Or would – of comments – I mean, 
I kind of would recognize Mike Trout, but I think Mike Trout could walk. We could walk by Mike Trout at a mall and not notice it was Mike you Trout. You could go in Pike Place in downtown Seattle and have 85 to 90% of people not know who he is. Yeah. Yeah. I, maybe even higher. Even, even would higher. you like? I, I mean, I can kind of visualize Mike Trout. But if you were walking, you saw Mike Trout. Do you think you would right right away be like, "That's Mike Trout"? Or do you think not it would sure. take a second? I'm not sure. Me either. I can't. I can't really determine it. There's a probably wouldn't notice him though. Yeah. Probably. Um, yeah, I found that pretty ridiculous. I'm assuming you did too. Yes, I did. Um, and I'm looking at the list. One of the reasons, like, he's one of nine players who have hit at least 600 home runs in MLB history. Mm-hmm. Um. One of nine players to hit. He hasn't hit even that, right? I would say that again. Oh, he's on pace to hit 600. That's why. Okay. He said only A-Rod and Albert Pujols have mashed more home runs than him by age 26. So why would A-Rod not be on that list then? Right. Or why would Pujols not be ahead of him on that list? I, it beats me. Right? So I, I mean, I think Albert Pujols has been more dominant in baseball in the last 20 years oh, than him because of his long, how much he's been on right. in and, baseball. And I'm not saying, I mean, Albert Pujols is not on my list. Spoiler alert. But, me neither. Um, now that I heard that name, it's probably someone I should have put on my list. Close. I mean, I have somebody I thought that probably beat him out. Right. One spot ahead of Mike Trout, number 17, Barry Bonds. Okay. What the hell? He should be way higher. Roids or no roids involved. Um, this guy, Barry Bonds, for those of you who don't remember, and you people are going to say, oh, he was on steroids. Everyone was on steroids, and he dominated that. He was a guy, the bases were loaded, and they'd intentionally walk him to bring in a run. That, that's dumb. I think it was the first time ever, right? First. Oh, they said may, maybe, maybe it happened during Babe yeah. Ruth's time, but who knows? But first time, like, on recorded right um, so just bane would probably know if babe ruth has ever walked uh, <laughs> well it's all urban legends yeah. with babe ruth i mean he obviously said he's gonna he pointed to the field and said he's gonna hit a home run, <laughs> hit a home run. and he hit a home run i'd like to see it on camera <laughs> like, i'd love to see that on camera i mean jim Tomey did that too you know that but it's on, is it on camera yeah oh, but okay, just, have you ever seen jim Tomey's stance he takes the ball right before t- and he points to the thing. If any brings it, so oh, Ichiro does that too, though. Yeah, but Jim told me he's more of a point. Like, like I'm gonna hit a home run. Yeah, Barry so Bonds at 17. Barry Bonds should be a top 10. But let's we'll get to talking about Barry yes. Bonds. The people that are on our list, let's save more of our words for when we get to them. Uh, I agree How about that? that? Okay, okay. This one is not on either one of our lists. I'll tell you right now. Allison Felix at 16. I didn't know who this was. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, you don't have to lie to me. I don't have to lie to you. Who's Allison Field? Track and field star. She, um, not just that she sprinted to three medals, two golds, one silver in Rio and left 2016 games as the most decorated woman, um, track and field star in us Olympic history. That's a pretty big deal. That's a nice, um, she she missed qualifying in 2012 by 0.01 of a second. But I mean, you missed. <laughs> um, and just that Felix has more Olympic medals nine than any other woman in U.S. track and field history. That's pretty good. Good for her. But she's great. I'm she, sure she's great. I feel like she probably shouldn't be on this list. Right. Um, this one I didn't have on my list, but I think is actually an interesting case. Novak Djokovic. Huh. He's to me. He'd probably be really close. You know, I actually thought in Nadal. Him. Yeah, I, I thought I thought about Djokovic. I thought about Nadal, but when they are, the, I think the guy who is on the both of our list, you can say it. Every, he's on everyone's. Yeah, everyone's right? Federer. Yeah, is able to 
be older and also beat them pretty handedly. What was it? He was number one in two, in 1997 yeah. in the world, and I think he's number one today in 2018. Yes. So when he's able to do that, I had to take those other guys off my list. Well, not just that. I think with maybe with Djokovic and Nadal, guys like that, they might make the next, like, 10 years from now, if there's a dominant 20, if you erase Federer's last 20 years and you right. started yes. in 2008 to 2028, if they keep their dominance, they'd probably make that list, right? And, and, and tune in for uh, our episode, 2038, 2040 will do it. Our most dominant players from 2020 to 2040. And after the break, I'll tell you who's going to be number one. LeBron James Jr. <laughs> LeBron James Jr. LeBron James. <laughs> number 14, Cristiano Ronaldo. Okay. He's on my list. He's on my list. And um, he might be actually exactly 14th on my list. I haven't counted He's it. close there for yeah, me. Yeah, he's too. close to that to me. Yeah. Number 13, and I know you're going to diss this, Lauren Jackson. Seattle Storm star. Okay. First of all, here, here's why I'm going to diss this very quickly. And I, like I said, I, it's not anything against women's sports. So I don't need the PC army coming after me. But what I, I have a WMA player on my list. Okay, that's fine. Sammy, what city do you live in? Seattle. What city do I live in? Seattle. When you said Lauren Jackson, I said what? Who's that? Yeah, she plays in my city. So you, and I don't know who she is. I believe played. Played? So she's, is she retired? She's 33, so I don't know if she's retired. Okay. So, yeah. So, no. She's I not. don't even know if she's retired or not. But let me tell you what she's done really Yeah, I want to hear her stats. She's not, she's, she's not the best women's basketball player to ever play, so I don't even know how she'd make 13 on this list. Yep. I have a different woman on my list. Um, but she has an Olympic bronze um, in 2012 and three silvers. Okay, I love World that. champion gold in 2006, bronze in 2002. Six five Australian is the is almost certainly the most well rounded post player of all time. Yeah. Um, she has been the MVP of the WNBA in two thousand three, two thousand seven, and and two in two thousand. No, in I don't know what the other one is, and led Seattle to championships in two thousand four and two thousand ten. She is fourth in league history in points per game. Okay, I I, I got I got a little thing to say though. Yes. Here's my thing with Lauren Jackson is I'm on Google right now. I typed in Lauren Jackson. This is what comes up. Lauren Jackson Instagram is the first suggestion, which is not her. Lauren Jackson Twitter. Nope. Lauren Jackson UW. Nope. Lauren Jackson missing. I don't know if she was missing or what happened there. Lauren Jackson Facebook. I think this is unrelated to her dominance. And then Lauren Jackson WNBA. I think this is unrelated to her dominance. I think it's related. And I also think the names Lauren and Jackson are probably in the top 10 most common names probably in last name and first name in, in the world. Absolutely. Or in America. Probably. Um, she <laughs> averaged 18.9 points per game. Yes. She's fourth points. in league history in scoring. Which is pretty crazy. All right. Let's move on from Lauren Jackson. <laughs> yeah. That's so why I was like, why is she still talking about Lauren Jackson? Number 12, Serena Williams. Um, yeah. What? What? She won the Australian Open pregnant last year in 2017. Yeah. Um, and it's still dominant. Let's get to this though. When yeah, I just want to say she is not this low on my list. She's way higher, and she might be the most dominant female athlete of all time. She's definitely in my top ten, if not top five, yep. which we'll get to. She is twelfth. Number eleven is Lionel Messi. Um, I have him right around there too. I forget what number I have him. I have him right around there too, but he could be. And I I hear different arguments from different people. Him or Ronaldo could both be somewhat of best players yeah. to play in a long time. Yeah, um you can make a case for Ronaldo and Messi are both top 5 players of all time and um 
I'm gonna snooze this. Um, yeah, they're probably two of the top five players of all time, and they are playing right now, and they're both dominant. But neither one of them won a World Cup. I think if either one of them wins a World Cup, they both will have a chance this year in Russia. They would move into maybe the greatest soccer player of all time. That's what's missing for them. For me, that's a little tough, but we're going to get to this later. Yeah. I, I don't think World Cup should play a role. Your country, I mean, if you're the best player ever, but you're from the United States, you're probably still not going to win a World Cup. Sammy, I have a question for you. Where did Pele play? Brazil? That's Yeah, what, what club team did he play for? I have no idea. Okay, that's why it matters. Most people in the in this world recognize these players for their Okay, but that, now we're talking to different things. I, I, I'm saying my recognition plays yes. a role in dominance, but that does it's not my end-all, be-all. No, no, it's not my end-all, like, be-all. I told you, Lauren Jackson, what are Google search? I don't care. Lisa Leslie, yeah, maybe her first search is, is – is, first Lisa Leslie would be the WNBA search, right? And she's still going to be low on my list because WNBA is not as relevant. Soccer in America also is not as relevant as these other sports. So for us, yeah, I might not know what league team he was on, but you ask somebody across the ocean, they probably know the answer. So it kind of depends, too, on the person. Number 10 is Usain Bolt. I think that's ridiculous. He's the fastest Um, man in the world. Yeah, but I'll get to that when we get there. Number nine, Marta. George did not know who Marta was, and I also did not know who Marta was. Marta's the train in Atlanta, right? It is actually the 2007 World Cup semifinal in Brazil, uh, or Brazil versus United States. Marta, she actually uh, was a U.S. women's national team defender. Um, she was on the U.S. national team? Yeah. Okay. Um, she averaged a goal per match in international play. That's pretty good. I have no idea what else she's done. Um, Top scorer in FIFA Women's World Cup history, 15 goals to her name. Really? Wow, that's pretty – I had no idea. You know, uh, if I did this list for the 1990s and you told me top 20, I'd probably put Mia Hamm in there. Yeah, okay. You know, maybe this girl deserves to be there. Around a U.S. – oh, wait, wait. Maybe she, no, she's from Brazil. Sorry. No. Against a U.S. women's team defender. Okay, I was, was going to say, say, why did I not know her? Pele himself christened her Pele with a skirt, which okay. I feel like in America would be very offensive to some would, people. Yes. <laughs> It works for me. Number eight is Floyd Mayweather. Floyd, May, Floyd Mayweather, which I'll get to that later. You'll get to that later. I think we both obviously have him a little higher than that. Have a little higher. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter if you like him or not, but he's 50 and 0. Number seven is Michael Shoemaker, Formula One. All I'm going to say is I know nothing about Formula One. I barely know anything about NASCAR, so. It, I don't have either one on my list. Yeah. See, here's the thing with that. I'm not saying they're not athletes. I, I, I actually ended up taking Jimmy Johnson off my list and Mike Shoemaker off my list. Now, because – not because they're we not dominant. We haven't even got to Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. Not because they're not dominant. They are. But I'm just going to take anyone that is, like, driving a car off my athlete list. <laughs> because the car plays a big role. Because the car plays a big role. Now, I'm not saying they're not talented at what they do and they're not dominant at what they do. But to me – I put like Usain Bolt runs. Michael Shoemaker drives. See, but I don't know, because then you can say, "Oh, they just swing a bat." But like, yeah, but they're, you're using your like. I'm not saying I'm not diminishing them, but the car plays a big role. The car plays a big role. Number six is Annika Strostrom. Tell uh, me about her, Lady PGA. Okay. Oh yeah, Annika Strostrom. Okay. I know her. This first, the first sentence on each says, stop us if you've already heard this before. How can a golfer who hasn't picked up a club professionally in the past decade be the most dominant female athlete in the last 20 years? It says, we repeat, because of boy howdy, the 10 years before that, 
Um, in 2001 and 2005, all above, she captured 43 of her 72 career wins. I've never heard of her. I, I have. Now you know who it is? Yeah, I know who it is, exactly. Yeah, she was great at some point, but I never really like... Look, Serena Williams, who's below her on this list, I watch... If, if, if Serena's playing someone in a championship match, I'll turn it on. And I've she's never been fucking on it from... 10 years ago, 15 years ago, till now. Right. Not like missing for the last decade. Exactly. Which you can make that argument with Tiger, but Tiger is probably the most dominant. We've never seen that before in our entire lives. Absolutely. I, I didn't even know who she was. Number five is Roger Federer. That's probably somewhere near where I have him. I actually have him a little higher. Um, I'll get to that I when I get I there. I have him right around there. Jimmy Johnson's at four. We kind of went over why yeah. we both don't have NASCAR. Right. Payne Manning at three. On my list, but holy hell, that's high. Yeah, it, it, I can't even phantom how you have – look, if you want to put Peyton Manning above Tom Brady, fathom. 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 <laughs> fathom, fathom, whatever. I, how the hell is Tom Brady number 20 and Peyton Manning number three? If you want to put Peyton Manning above Tom Brady, I, you can make an argument. I'm against it. Make me an argument. But 17 slots, you can't make an argument. Yeah, that's uh, – like, wow, that's uh, – very big difference, to be honest. And I'm not a big fan of that. Yep. That's, I, I just find it kind of ridiculous. Um, and then, what, what was that, three? Yep. Yep. Two is LeBron James. Yeah, I mean, he's a little higher than I have him, but he's definitely very deserving. Yeah, I have – I don't have an NBA or NFL player until like eight, nine-ish. I think that's around where I have – because I think I, in these other sports we have people that are, can dominate for a little bit longer of a period. But LeBron's up there, right? Um, and number one, Tiger Woods, okay. which I can't argue it, can't hate on it at I, all. I love Tiger Woods. He was very dominant. Um, Listen, to, but if he wins the Masters this year, then oh, then he is. you take back everything you'll say right now. No, no, I, I'm just saying I don't know if he was the most dominant. He was the most transcendent. He changed the whole sport. But am I going to sit here and say he's the most dominant athlete of the 20th century or last 20 years? It's hard to say. But here's one thing I do want to say. Uh, ESPN, this was actually issue. Like, ESPN was smart about this. This was on ESPN the magazine, right? This is where they're going to release this. And yeah. They put Tiger Woods on the cover right before. And it's releasing right before the Masters. So it was kind of, I mean, yeah, they had to put him number one. It was a good marketing move as well. But I'm not, I, I think I have him in my top five. I, I don't know what number. He's like five or six. Ish, but uh, we'll get to that when we get to my list. Perfect. All right. Quick couple comments. Right. Um, and then we're going to start our top 20 lists. Quick comments. I did get one on uh, Instagram from John Claude. What's up, JC? What's up, JC? Uh, he said, Liddy, go Lakers, go Lonzo. I love right. it. I like that Lonzo video dancing today. That by was way. good. Um, William King said, Deontay Wilder before pack. Um. I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is, but I'm surprised no MMA fighter made this list. I'm not surprised. They've only been dominant. Well, wait, if there was other I thought Ronda Rousey could possibly. Yeah. She was dominant only for like two years. That's the problem. You know, I, here's going to be a fun thing. I'm going to, maybe we can do this a different day, like another slow day. The most dominant top 20 of the woman? 1990s. Oh, I was thinking woman too. Be interesting I was thinking of the 1990s. I'd be in. All right. Um, William King. Uh, Gabe said Brady top 15 for sure. I agree. I agree. He said, why is Tim Duncan not on this list? Duncan deserves to be there. Facts. Gabe, you're going to like our list then because I, yep. I believe we both have Tim Duncan on there. Yes, we do. Um, William said, Mike who? 
Mike Jones. And Omar said Mike Jones. But that's so yes, correct. But I also think you're saying Mike who about Mike Trout, correct? Yeah, exactly. Because how the hell is Mike Trout on this list? Right. Um, Somebody explain. All right. Let's get started. So how we're gonna do this? We're gonna go from twenty up to one. We're actually gonna go twenty up to ten. At ten, we'll check comments, and then from after the comments, we'll go from ten to one. And this is all gonna be placed in an article on SantLive.com or SantSports.com. You can see it by George's chair leg. It's SantSports.com. Um, yeah, so you can check out that list there too as well, or here on Facebook, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Right. Let's get started with our dominant twenty. And once again, let me just give my precursor again that. I don't have that many women. I have three because I don't watch women's sports that much. I have no NASCAR because I don't watch NASCAR. And I have no NHL. I know if this was like a little earlier, I would have had a Wayne Gretzky in there or something. But maybe a Sidney Crosby could fit in this list, but I'm not yeah, sure. Alexander, I know he has Benchkin. some – yeah, I know they do have some injury problems. Yeah, so. I mean, I, I bet you Wayne Gretzky will be in my 1990s one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's start. You say me go first, number 20. My 20th most dominant athlete of all time or of the last 20 years is Lisa Leslie. So I thought WNBA player should be in there because I think we missed out on a lot of women that were really great at basketball, a.k.a. Reggie Miller's sister, um, Cheryl Miller. There's urban legends that she scored, what, like 110 points in a high school game or 105 points. It wasn't an urban legend. It's It's truth truth that, yeah, but it's not on video either, is it? I think it is on video. Okay, it might be on video. So there's that. Because there's that documentary. Yeah, people say she used to beat Reggie Miller in the parking lot of their house, whatever, in the driveway of their house, and he could never beat her. And, like, they were saying if she got a chance to play a longer career that wasn't stopped by no woman professional basketball, et cetera, she would have been known as the – and she might still be as the greatest woman of all time in basketball. Um, the reason I'm going to throw Lisa Leslie in there is because Lisa Leslie is the – if somebody said WNBA, the first and foremost person I think of is Lisa Leslie. She's the second. Who do you think of? But she was – because she was – Diana Taurasi? No. Cheryl Swoops. Cheryl Swoops. Yeah. You have a reason for that, though. Yeah. Okay. Why? Swoops. Swoops? Okay. That, that doesn't really Swoops get to my head. Swoops plays hoops. Okay. Lisa Leslie is mine because she plays for LA. Yeah. She is an Olympic gold medalist in 2008, 2004, and 2000 in 1996. Um, this is one of the only people I have facts about, so don't worry too All much right. about facts. I just had to back up Lisa Leslie a little bit. The 6'5". Lisa Leslie was able to dunk by her sophomore year of high school. She scored 101 points in a game. And at USC, she was the college player of the year. Um, Besides four gold medals, she also led the Sparks to a WNBA championship. She was MVP three times up to 2006. Um, All-time leader in rebounds. First team all-league selection, a record eight times. So at the peak, she was the sport's most dominant player. Some of it was a little earlier, obviously. So I'm a little couple years off, possibly. College ended in '94, so I, you know there's a couple years in there, maybe in the league that I don't. I'm not accounting for that. It's a little unfair, but Lisa Leslie is the first WNBA player that comes to my mind, um, so I have her there. All right, that, no, that's fantastic. I mean, you can't really argue too much against that. I like the facts. I like what you did, and you're right. She was maybe, you know, she's kind of the face of a WNBA there for multiple years. Uh, my number 20, is, and I, I could have him higher, I don't, um, is Alex Rodriguez. Uh, I'm surprised he didn't make this list. If you want to go look at Alex Rodriguez, he had 696 career home runs. I, he should have stayed just another year and got 700, which is fourth all time. Um, he bat, had 2,086 RBIs. That's third all time. Uh, he was a three-time MVP, four-time All-Star MVP, 
uh, World Series champion. Alex Rodriguez was one of the most talented baseball players in history with or without steroids. I have him a lot higher on my list. Oh, you do? But okay. we'll get to him, I guess, right? Yeah, we'll get to him um, Number 19? Number 19, mine is Lindsey Vaughn. Okay. So I only have three women on this list. Two have already been <laughs> selected. Um, the reason I have Lindsey Vaughn is a few things, right? I also said I'm going to let um, uh, – what would like? What was the word I used? Like being known as a factor mm-hmm. because Lindsey Vaughn did date Tiger Woods and I got more time to research into her and how many championships she has in, in uh, snowboarding and how many – uh, gold medals, silver medals, and her dominance throughout the sport. I thought she deserved to be in here as a woman Olympian. The reason I wanted it there too, I didn't really have a pure Olympian from women's sports, um, and I think she's deserving of that spot. Fair enough. Uh, you know, she and she also dated another guy on the top twenty list in hmm. Tiger Woods. That's why. That's who else did she date? Um, oh, that's it. I don't know. She must have dated someone else. But I was also. Uh, I said Tiger Woods. Well, yeah, I mean, she I also started. dated. I was gonna make an inappropriate joke and decided not to, so I just stopped in the middle of it. Anyway, uh, number nineteen, I got Mariano Rivera. Um, I like that. He is not on my list, but um, simply, if you remember him in the playoffs when he came in, what the sand? They said what? Sandman. The Sandman is here. Lights out. Go to sleep. It's over. He was so dominant. I love that one. Mm-hmm. Only reason I don't have him on my list is because he's a closer. No, that's fair. And the ne- my actually my next person I'm going to tell you is a I might get an answer that this guy only does one thing in baseball also. Yeah. So that's the only reason though I don't have Mariano. Closer is tough. There's situations if you're winning by a lot you don't put a closer in. If you're losing by a lot you don't put a closer right. in. Right. Like. We're at least with, with the one I have coming up next, which is at 18, David Ortiz. Okay. I feel ahead, like yeah, people might say, people might say, oh, because he's a DH, right? Most right. of his career, blah, blah, blah. But David Ortiz, right? At least the DH plays in night in and night out. And I'm sure if Mariano Rivera was as dominant as he was as a starting pitcher or like a really, somebody that, you know, won multiple Cy Youngs, he'd yeah. probably be higher on every list, right? Absolutely. If he wasn't just a closer. Yeah, but I want to tell you one thing about him that's crazy. Yeah. 1,210 innings pitched, 1,183 strikeouts. That's pretty crazy. That's yeah. yeah. But David Ortiz, right? Wow. So, from 98, he started in 91, yeah. 97, since 98, at 22 years old. If you go down this list, right? Let's start when he was in Boston from 2003. Okay. He batted 288, 301, 300, 287, 333, 264. His worst year was at 238, um, but he still brought in 28 home runs that year. He had a year of a high of 54. 2006, he, this is where, 2006, he was batted 287, 54 home runs, 137 RBIs. If you go down this list of, like, 2003 MVP. 2004 MVP. Um, what else did he have? Well, Silver Slugger. Oh my God, this guy had a lot of things. MVP, Silver Slugger, All Star. 2005 MVP, All Star, Silver Slugger. 2005 and 2006 also MVP, Silver Slugger, and All Star. Wow. MVP in 2013. Um, I, I mean, I didn't realize how many MVP awards he won. Right. And oh no no sorry sorry those MVP votes. He was fourth in MVP voting, second in MVP okay, voting, I was say, third in MVP, MVP voting, fourth in MVP voting. And then um, 
if you look at 2016, his last year in the in in baseball, right? This is what made me put him on this list. In 2016, at 40 years old, he batted. This is ridiculous. He batted 315 with 38 home runs, 127 RBIs, and was sixth in MVP voting. Wow! At 40 years old, that's pretty good. And helped end Boston's curse. Yep. Um, no, I mean he's great. He's under this. I mean, he's one of the only people I have that much to say about. But yeah. David Ortiz, I felt like resembled baseball for a long time. Yeah. Well, number eighteen on my list is also another guy who helped end uh, Boston's curse. I got Pedro Martinez at number eighteen. I don't know if you have him on your list. I have him next at seventeen. So okay. So we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, nineteen ninety-eight is when we start, right? Yeah. Nineteen and seven, two point eight nine ERA. 1999, 23 and 4, 2.07 ERA, 313 strikeouts, and 213 innings. For a four or five year span, he yeah. might be the most dominant pitcher of in all history. Time. Yes. 18, Injuries kind of hurt him at the they end. They did. Um, but from 1998 through 2002 or 2003, he was so dominant. 2.07 ERA, 1.7, 2.39, 2.26, 2.22. Never got lower than that ever again. Um, 2005, he went back and, and had a uh, good year. 2.82, yeah, 2.57 in, in 2007. Yeah, he was never as low as 2.22 again, and he never led the league in ERA again. Um, in 1997, which I know we're not counting, he had 13 <laughs> complete games shutouts. Um, but we're talking 1998. But it plays a role to why yeah, his he was so good. And in 96, yeah. what, 99, in 2000, he was Cy Young. Yeah, he was Cy Young. What years? I'm looking at this. Three nine, years. 98, 99, and 2000, 2002, and 2008. No, he was Cy Young, second voting, third voting, oh, is that fourth what that voting. Means? That's why I was so confused. Okay, yeah. Um, but no, just, just so dominant. Pure dominance. I think he... He's one of the best pitchers ever for a certain span. He's one of the only um, guys, like, nationally, too. Like, if, if Pedro was pitching and it was on ESPN, like... People actually want to watch People want to watch. Yeah. That's why I have him at 17. But now go ahead. Give me your 17. Oh, my 17th. Yeah, I, I, was, I turned off my list because that's funny we had him say. My 17th is Tim Duncan. Um, He's my 16th. Okay, wow, this is fun. So, so we can talk about Okay, let, just to recap, I had Lisa Leslie... Lindsey Vaughn, Ortiz, Pedro, and then Tim Duncan at 16. George had... Alex Rodriguez, Mariano Rivero, Pedro, and then Duncan at 17. Okay, so then after this, after this Duncan that I have at 16, you have at 17, you'll give your 16. I'll give my 16. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Tim Duncan is just great. I mean, I don't know what else to say. He lasted a long time. Nothing really, like, you never looked at his season. I think he won one MVP. You never really looked at him and just said, like, oh, my God, look at him as a stat monster. But he, you can't... You can't deny his greatness and his ability to win. And he was the best player on multiple championship teams in spanning three decades. He was the best player on a championship team in the 1990s to 2000 and 2010s. 2010s, it's questionable. questionable but he yeah, was probably yeah. the most important player. Yes. I mean, Kawhi Leonard probably was a little better than him at that yeah. point. But without Tim Duncan, they would have won that championship. True. Without Tim du- without True. Kawhi, yeah. they might have still actually had a good shot if yeah. it was a different player than Kawhi. Um Tim Duncan, most underrated, undervalued, and underappreciated superstar. There's a lot of players that are undervalued, but like in NBA history. Absolutely. Because, I mean, look how he revered Charles Barkley. He's so amazing, so funny, post-career, during career. And nobody talks about Tim Duncan. No, and Tim no Duncan's career has 
surpassed Charles Barkley in significant manners. Absolutely. Um, so I go number my number 16 now? Yeah, because Tim Duncan was my 16th. Okay, my 16th is Tim Tebow. Uh, he look, did this right before the show. I, and I didn't really – yeah, but – Okay, Tim Tebow, you got to put him in there. He's the best and most dominant. Give me, give me a reason without stats first. I just want to see what you have for Tim Tebow. He won back-to-back national championships and back-to-back Heisman trophies in college, in the SEC, and was so two the all-time ago. leader rushing touchdowns in NCAA history as a quarterback. Yeah, see, I can't, I can't. Put somebody who had a two-year dominance but in a twenty-year list. But see, the reason I put it is because do you consider college football? It was a three-year dominance or four-year even he played, but it was like three really high-end years. Yeah. Didn't so three-year dominance. Yeah, but it's only a four-year sport. Like okay. because that's why I'm putting him on the list. Because if you want to consider college football a sport, do we consider it a sport on its own? I'm considering college football as its own sport. You don't even consider it professional sports. So I'm, I, I didn't. This is not the list of most the most professional. Okay, but most dominant about. athletes in a twenty year span. So you got to remember, like, right? But if you you not putting a David Ortiz and having a Tim Tebow, like you're discrediting twenty years of work compared to what no, three what, years of work. That's not what I, the way I'm looking at. It. If do you consider college football its own sport, or do you consider football a sport? Football. Okay, I'm considering college football its own but sport. But it's not. Peyton Manning played college and professional. I know, but I, so I, did Tom Brady. Yes, you know? this is, as my list, I consider this college football it's its own sport. That's so And tough. he's the most dominant college football player maybe of all time, so that's why I have to put him on the list. See, but then then I can get to like fucking Jim, Jimmer Fredette was the most dominant player for two years in college basketball. And then I can throw Jimmer Fredette on this list. Right, but he didn't, he wasn't, you can't sit there and tell me Jimmer Fredette was the greatest college basketball player of all time. And I can sit here and tell you Tim Defoe probably is the greatest. Yeah, but see, but then you can find the greatest college basketball player of all time. And even if they failed out of the NBA, yeah. it'd be hard to tell you that he's part of the most dominant of. 20 years. Well, no, I, you know what? I, if when I do when we do our 1990s list, I will take Christian Leitner and his time in Duke, and put him as in my list. Yeah, but you don't see their careers as a full scope. Um, not necessarily. No, I see a college football career. I see his NFL career being completely separate. I find this to be absolutely blasphemous as Stephen A. Smith would say <laughs> I think that's crazy I literally think I think those when you said that out loud we were standing here like I'm sure we're gonna add to is, is he the best college football player of the last 20 years close it's top five maybe him or Reggie Bush him or Reggie Bush you can maybe Adrian Peterson was pretty dominant he was dominant. It wasn't Tim Tebow. He didn't go back win back-to-back national championships and back-to-back Heisman trophies I, that's never been done yeah, but it's, there's there's been players that have probably been close to his dominance that yeah. have had better NFL careers. That's the that's that's my problem. Oh, yeah, NFL no, that's career. fair, but I'm I'm looking at I'm I'm avoiding looking at anything other than his college career. Okay, see, scope. but that's but but that's really hard to do. My last thing I'll say about this: the only reason I find that hard to do because if we were talking about college football as just a sport, then I would I could take Olympics but eliminate professional careers, or take eliminate professional careers and only do Olympics, like. I'm looking at the whole scope of people's careers. Um, I have at 15, Payne Manning. Okay. Um, what number do you have, Payne Manning? 15. I might have him exactly 15th too. Yeah, I pay Manning 15th as okay. well. Our right. list, our, our last couple ones, I've been one ahead or yeah. one, one higher on all these guys, and now we're at the same. Yeah. I have Payne Manning at 15. Payne Manning is uh, 
if he were to have a little bit of better playoff mm -hmm. excellence, Peyton Manning could be about top seven, seven, eight, or nine on my list. Yeah, his playoff performances drop him down to fifteen on my list, but he could be the most dominant football player in regular season history. Actually, yeah. he probably is the most dominant regular season football player in history. Perfect. Uh, I don't have much to say. That's nah, pretty that. much why you have him at 15. That's why I have him at 15. Uh, who, who do you have at 14? I have a 14-13 combo. I didn't really tell you, but I'm going to just can't just go ahead and say it. Yeah. Venus and Serena? No, Shaq and Kobe Bryant. Um, I, I, I didn't know we are playing games here. Well, no. It's, <laughs> you can, they're, 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 Tim Tebow, Shaq, Kobe combo. Well, no. Like, okay, no, no. LeBron Wade no, is my, no, no, no. my no, no, 13th man. No, no, no. I have Shaq at 14 and Bryant at 13. But they're, they're interchangeable, and I think they're dominant. Okay, so you didn't use other. one slot. No, for I didn't okay. use one slot. Because I thought them. that was unfair. I was like, then I, I, I would have used a lot of double slots. Right. And for me, I just put them Shaq behind Bryant because I guess Bryant won one more championship. I, but they're both. To me, about Shaq. I sorry to say this to everyone. Shaq was better for the first three. Yeah, was better for the first three. But Shaq's not on my list. But yeah, so I kind of have a Shaq and Kobe 14, 13, and I put them next to each other on purpose because I have no problem if you want to put Shaq ahead of Kobe or Kobe ahead of Shaq. So I'm gonna go through my 14 through 12 then. Okay. And you'll see why. At 14, I have Barry Bonds. Okay. Um, I have a much higher on my list. Yeah, I see. I I considered having him in the top five. Um, I just think I took a lot of into this when it comes to like the popularity and all this kind of stuff. I felt like Alex Rodriguez played a bigger impact. And so I have Alex Rodriguez at 13. Okay. Um, wow. the only reason I have Alex Rodriguez higher too is I feel like all around game, mm -hmm. Barry Bonds could be the greatest hitter of all time or home run hitter of all time. And a gold glover and stole 40 bases. Yes. But that was in the early Yes, 90s. then he got fat yeah. and then yeah. whatever. But A-Rod also at the most, probably the most, the hardest position in baseball at shortstop. No, well, he's third baseman most of the night. Most, okay. Most of the 2000s, but he was a shortstop. But before, even though. in 2000, I think in 98 through 2001, I think he won three gold gloves. Yeah. And, and he was a Yankee and he won his championship with the Yankees, right? And who's more dominant? I think Alex Rodriguez for a longer stretch of time. I think Barry Bonds. Is he was. Dominant. He got the biggest contract in MLB history. I think Alex Rodriguez was more dominant. I think he's than better. Barry Bonds. And I think A Rod without steroids would have also been more dominant than Barry yes, Bonds as a baseball I, I do, player. I completely agree. And with so that. I'm taking that in account. But steroids or no steroids, I have to have Barry Bonds on this list. Okay. If I could redo this list, I'd probably have him a little higher. Okay. Okay. But I didn't want to really do do my list. Um, but because of the steroids, I, and I think. I also think A-Rod, just maybe to me, because I he was my first favorite baseball player in Seattle, yeah. probably is a little bit of biased on top of him. And then too. at 12, I have Kobe Bryant. Okay. So that's why I said, let me get to 12, because you have 13, 14, Shaq, and Kobe. Yeah. So at 12, I have Kobe Bryant. I just think Kobe Bryant, like a Tim Duncan, might be a little underappreciated at times with his dominance throughout a sport. Yeah. Um, Teammates probably don't like him. Yeah, a lot of did you did you see this yesterday on Twitter or no? No. NBA draft profile Kobe. Mm -mm. Um, it was actually hilarious because this is so true. I think it's the NBA draft express of Kobe Bryant. Like it was trending on Twitter yesterday because it was like it shows his um, strength, natural score, work ethic. Yeah. 
work ethic, and then I'll show you. I'll flip this computer. Cons, bad Weak, teammates. Weaknesses, passing, and liking teammates. And <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. At 18 years old, like coming out of high school, that people was it. People say people change. Yeah, and, and he always has been just not a good passer, a teammate that's not that likable, but he just found his way to make things happen. And he Kobe Bryant should be 12th. Or higher on a lot of people's lists, I think. Then, so I have them there. And before we get to our top 10, I'm going to give you my 12th and 11th. Um, they're interchangeable. Ronaldo and Messi, uh, the two best soccer okay, So well, who's your 12th first? Um, Ronaldo, just slightly below Messi. Cause okay, who's you know what? So what, your 12th and 11th are Ronaldo and Messi? Yes. Okay, so after my Kobe at 12, I have 11 and 10, yeah. Ronaldo and Messi. Okay. Um. Perfect. Let's just. I'm not gonna sit here and say that I know enough about soccer. Maybe they should be higher. Maybe they should be lower. I hear Messi is a little better than Ronaldo. Even though from when I watch soccer, I feel like Ronaldo's better than Messi because he's because he's good looking and buff and <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you know. But but that's all I'm gonna really say about. I him. have them 11 and 10 because I know Messi is supposed to supposedly maybe the best soccer player of all time and Ronaldo's right there also yep that, same here yeah and I know uh, and I know if you have one, to have a soccer player and I think if one of them wins a the world cup they'd surpass the other surpass the other yeah that's all I got for all that right, and my number 10 uh, after the comments oh go ahead what's your number 10 I give you my 10 my number 10 is uh, Derek Jeter um, multiple world series um, I don't know if this is too high on the list or too low on the list or Perfect on the list. There, that, and that's what Derek Jeter is. Derek Jeter is like the most overrated, underrated player of all time. But he's maybe the most overrated of all time. And he's also maybe the most underrated of all time. But like, like I love Derek A-Rod Jeter. A-Rod is way more dominant over 20 years. If Derek Jeter didn't happen to be a Yankee for those years, yeah. he wouldn't be this dominant. Maybe. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if he should be here, but he is. <laughs> so you just slapped him in the middle? Like, yes. I, to me. That's why. Number 10. I slapped him right in the middle. Like, to me, I know I made a mistake with Barry Bonds. I know Barry Bonds should be, like, on my list eighth. And I'll tell you I'll tell you why after we go through the comments. Yeah. Barry Bonds should be eighth on my list, but I have him at 14. Um, and that was a bias because I like A-Rod more. Yeah. But I don't think Derek Jeter deserves to be on this list in my eyes. Okay. I think a guy like Derek or David Ortiz, for example, who I have on my list, longer stretch of actual dominance by numbers. But with impact, you're correct. Derek Jeter would definitely... Because Derek Jeter could be, like you said, the most overrated slash underrated yeah. player I of all time. Jeter, but I can see why people think he's overrated. Yes, but and can, why I, he may be. But I can sit here and tell you why he's underrated too. True. Um, all right, number nine. Chris Martinez was asking Floyd Mayweather a question mark. Um, he's high on my list. I think yes. he said that during the ESPN list. Um, but... Uh, they had him really low for some reason. Yeah, and I don't know why they had him so low. Uh, you will maybe be shocked, maybe not be shocked where I have him. Gabe said, Tebow, in all caps, hell no. No, here's the thing. I'm just going to say one thing about that, and we'll move off the Tim Tebow thing. If you want to look at football career as just all football, NFL and college, no way. But if you just look at college football as his own individual sport, he definitely is. Yeah, so I mean, I guess it's the way we're looking at it. Yeah. I'm taking it as a whole body of work because I'm not going to take, uh, for example, like Tiger Woods only in the Masters but not in like regular PGA. Or I'm not going to take like, uh, uh, like oh, LeBron James in the Olympic Games is the most dominant player of all time because, yeah, obviously because he's the best player in the world. Now you're playing against other athletes. Right. I'm not going to take um, 
pay Manning's college career only or like his pro career. I, I'm just going off of a whole, um, the whole okay, whole time basis. And Gabe asked Shaq question mark. Yeah, I think Shaq. Did, I mean, go look at Shaq's MVP season when when he was on the Lakers. I mean, it was maybe one of the most dominant seasons of all time. And Dane said, Bo Jackson is by far the goat when it comes to the best athletes ever. Um, like pure athletics, possibly. And it depends know. how you look at it. Like yeah. athletics, because he was able to play multiple sports, yeah. or if you look at like Usain Bolt, like Usain Bolt is the fastest human to ever be born in the history of the world. Right. Like. Is that an athlete or is that just or genetically engineered to be the most? I mean, Jamaicans all. My whole Jamaican thing is they're all on steroids, but yeah. You have to be tested to be in the Olympics, don't you? It's weird that like you know the top five fastest people in the world are from this one of the smallest islands of the Caribbean. I don't actually find it that weird. I it's do. The, it, people every like every different ethnicity have different muscle placements too, and like different sure. ways. So it could be part of that. Yeah. Um, who's your number nine? So let's recap our twenties. Okay, I'll, I'll go quickly. George yeah. go. George going from 20, twenty to number Alex ten. Alex Rodriguez, nineteen. Mariano Rivera, eighteen. Pedro Martinez, seventeen. Tim Duncan, sixteen. Tim Tebow, fifteen. Peyton Manning, fourteen. Shaq, thirteen. Kobe Bryant, twelve. Ronaldo, eleven. Messi, and ten. Derek Jeter. I can't believe it's the Tim Tebow one. I have twenty. Lisa Leslie, nineteen. Lindsey Vaughn. 18, David Ortiz, which I'm very confident with that one. 17, that one. Pedro Martinez. 16, Tim Duncan. 15, Peyton Manning. 14, Barry Bonds, which I am now – I'm going to change it actually for my uh, – I'm going to drop everyone down and put Barry Bonds at 8, which you guys will find out why soon. Uh, I'm putting Barry Bonds at 14, Alex Rodriguez at 13, Kobe at 12, and then 11, 10 is Ronaldo Messi. They can be interchangeable because I'm not that sure. My number nine most dumb. Oh, that was a mistake, actually. Sorry. My number nine is, take a guess, uh, Tom Brady. LeBron James. Okay, well, before you go on, my number nine is uh, LeBron James as well. Oh, sorry, Brady. No, 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 no. That was a oh. mistake. It is Tom Brady. <laughs> I have LeBron ahead of Brady. Okay. Um, so, should I go now? Well, my number nine is Tom Brady. Okay. Um, and who's your eight? LeBron. Okay, so I have nine LeBron and eight Brady. So. Okay, so I have so nine Brady, eight LeBron. Not shocking that I have LeBron ahead and George has Brady ahead. But I actually think we're both going to probably give legitimate reasons why. Yeah, um, Tom Brady and LeBron James to me are both the best player in their respective sport since the year 2000. They're the best. Like Since the year 2000 started till now, LeBron James is the best basketball player. Tom Brady is the best football player. The only thing separating the two, in my opinion, is the dominance in the postseason for the Patriots. The Patriots have been to eight Super Bowls, won five. Um, LeBron James has been to seven NBA Finals, won three. Not taking it's been eight. Eight NBA Finals, won three. So there's still a little bit of edge. Brady's won a little bit more, but they're the two most, the best two athletes in their respective sport. Here's why I'm going to give give you LeBron over Brady. Yeah. I can't argue with anything you said, yeah. but LeBron's one slot higher than Brady for me for a few reasons. Yeah. Um, yes, Brady's one more, but I think football also plays a really big, big role with the teams. Yeah. yeah, like Peyton Manning, if he was on the Patriots, might win close to five yeah. if he didn't choke, but we don't know he chokes. But a lot of quarterbacks will have success in New England. You could admit to that. Absolutely. But Tom Brady obviously capitalized on his situation. Mm-hmm. Um, for LeBron James, 
uh, I think I was listening to Colin Cowherd the other day, right? And he did this thing, like, let's play this game. Like, let's talk about LeBron's last seven years. Yep. And he said, say it out loud. Finals, 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 mm-hmm. finals, finals, finals. That's been LeBron's last seven years. Mm-hmm. And so for me, hearing that, like, as great as what Brady's done, right, you know, been to eight, LeBron's been to seven straight finals. Yes. To me, like, win or loss, obviously, as a huge LeBron fan, LeBron fan, I would love if he won more of them. I think you know that. I think anyone that watches the show would know. I would love to sit here and tell you he was 8-0 and and be so happy course, about it. Love, I mean, I think that'd be great. But yeah, and I'd, and I'd love to argue that, you know, okay, he's lost his finals, but this is why he's still a better basketball player than, than Michael Jordan or whatever, right? But to me, it's not just about how much if you've, you've won on this list. Um, that plays a big role for some of the players. But for some players, like a Peyton Manning, it's not just about how many Super Bowls he won. It's about his pure dominance. Right. I just think with LeBron being 33 also and Tom Brady being 40, I know what's to come of LeBron. And LeBron at 33 years old is doing something nobody else at 33 years old probably has ever done in the sense of even just regular season success yeah. right now. And so I just think LeBron, because he's been to seven straight, regardless of wins or losses, it's really hard in a sport, especially a sport that has seven game series every single year, to go to seven straight finals. No, it's in, very hard. Yeah, I mean, I have him. Num- yeah. I have him at number. Uh, I said what nine there? You have him at nine, and then Brady, Brady at eight. I yeah. have Brady at nine and LeBron at eight. I put him in one slot away from each yeah. other. I, there's no like I understand the significance of what LeBron James has done, but I feel like the significance of what Tom Brady's done is just a tad bit better. But I, they're interchangeable. That's why I have him at nine and eight. My difference is. I think the five Super Bowls for Brady is almost, almost, not actually though, but almost equivalent to three NBA championships. If you look at each landscape of the sport, win one game. I think if if the NBA was a one-game finals, I think LeBron probably would have won more than three also, depending because of his situation of how much energy. He sometimes, I think, doesn't exert a certain amount of energy. Um, Which you can't do in football, which is not allowed. It's one game, too. yeah. Yeah, so... I have it's very interchangeable though. Fair enough. Um, so that was both our eight nine, and nines. Nine, number seven. Number seven, which George does not have his, on his list, which I found crazy, is Lance Armstrong. Yeah. Um, just a little clarification there. I should have had Lance Armstrong on my list. I didn't even think about Lance Armstrong, and I feel I like, didn't even think of Derek Jeter actually. So that's and, why. I and I'm just gonna say that's ESPN's fault that no one even thought like. Lance Armstrong won like so many t- straight Tour de France's. They didn't have him on their list because they're PC and they know oh, he took steroids. But the, everyone knows cycling is one of the most dirty sports. I would have Lance Armstrong and on most list. difficult, and difficult, if not. And uh, I'd have Lance Armstrong on my list if it wasn't for that. So I apologize to Lance Armstrong and his family. <laughs> yeah, and so I know a lot of people say like a lot of his big races. You know, they a lot of them did come his major wins mm-hmm. in those. Uh, in the middle of like the 90s and like but up to 98 he did win a, uh, a a couple tours in 98 right right and if i'm just thinking about when i most knew lance armstrong it's when he was on his u.s postal service team because i remember that outfit and that was 98 to 2005 he did not win as much then because i think cancer put a little bit of a, a reeling on his right. life i believe it was around then but the U.S. Postal slash Discovery team that he was on was during that time, and I think regardless of um, what he won or what he didn't win, um, he won two stages 
from 98 to 2005, I think, in the Tour de France races. Um, I just, even if this is kind of a little off with the timing, I just think Lance Armstrong, I know for a fact he was pretty dominant at some point when I was old enough to remember, that's and that fair. has to be post-98. Yeah, and that's fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I should have had him on my list. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, 100%. But yeah. like you said, maybe because it was in the 90s, I kind of forgot, but he still was dominant after that. Yes, he was still dominant. And like I said, it's not all about major wins or anything because there's another guy that's going to come on this list that kind of has that issue too. Um, that's my number seven. My number seven in – Man, I could even have him a number one or two, and he's so high up there. Is Barry Bonds, Sammy? <laughs> two thousand. Barry Bonds had forty nine homers and one hundred and six RBIs. Okay, two thousand one. Barry Bonds had seventy three. I know he was on steroids. It's okay. Like I understand, but so was everyone else. And here are the two most ridiculous stats I'm going to give you. Two thousand one. He had seventy three home runs and one hundred thirty seven RBIs and walked one hundred and seventy seven times. 177 walks on base percentage of 515. See, my wait, issue with that, though, a wait, little wait, bit, wait, is wait, that wait. people stopped his dominance a little bit, which kind of sucks. 515 on base percentage, which means he got on base half the time and yes. more. The year after that, he, his home run total dipped. He had 46 home runs, uh, 110 RBIs, 198 walks. And a 582 on base percentage. See, but yeah, but my, again, this my is dominance. With that is walks are caused by his dominance, but then it also reduces his dominance a little bit, which uh, sucks. Uh, it does suck. He batted, by the way. Which I don't he, like about baseball is that he can intentionally walk people. It's kind of an issue. Okay. But that 2002 year, the year after, just 2001, 328, 73 homers, 137 RBIs, 515 on base percentage. The year after that, Sammy, what do you think he batted? 325 370 but he's also on steroids yes I know but so is everyone else with yeah, 198 walks remember again the dominance list for me is yeah I, I'm gonna have a guy like him on there but like nobody in my top 10 right now is a guy that other than Lance Armstrong yeah because I think that's a little different because he also had cancer uh, but he was on steroids too. Okay, he was on steroids too, but it was it's different. I don't know. Barry Bonds, like he shattered every record because of steroids. I'm not worried about the home run record, really. I'm worried about that. I mean, I know this had 370 batting with 582 on base percentage is on steroids. Yes. So ste- like, but so was everyone else. But yeah, but it doesn't matter. Not, and not everyone else was on steroids. Yeah. Some players were on steroids. So I hate when everyone says that. And by then, the way. sorry. So was everyone else? Yeah. No, not everyone, not else, everyone else. Because then he wouldn't have an asterisk next to his name if you're, the whole league right. no, no, was no, steroid I, players. I, I do agree with that. 2001 vote MVP, 2002 MVP, 2003 MVP, 2004 MVP. Four steroids, years, steroids, steroids. Right, there are other people steroids. in the league on steroids. But no, my point is, then Lance Armstrong's on steroids too. I can say the same thing. But my point is, yeah, not but not, steroid, but not all, only during his dominant years. So that's the difference. Barry Bonds, all dominant years were on steroids. His dominant, dominant, dominant years. I, I mean, we will agree to disagree here. I don't like. I'm not a big fan of Barry Bonds and the steroids thing. I am. Uh, but I, no. I, see, what do you mean you're not a big fan of it? He changed. I love that Barry Bonds did steroids because I think Barry, if we didn't do steroids, we wouldn't have. I was. I wouldn't have seen like the all-time home run guy. So I don't mind it. And I think steroids should be legal. If you want to put it in oh, your yeah, body, go for it. It makes the sport better. But I just feel like it's. 
I just feel like honestly where I'm going to put him on my list when I do my writing list, I, like I'm saying, is at 10. But I can't put him ahead of Brady, who doesn't do steroids, LeBron, who, who's, who's been clean, Phelps, yeah. a, a bunch of other guys. It's I'm hard sorry, for me to put I, I just got one more thing. 2004, he batted 362, 232 walks, and it's 609 on base percentage. I, 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 that's why I have him so high. I, it, it was it was ridiculous. Yeah, but he was also on steroids. Yeah, I know. I understand like, that. So that's why I, I'm going to have him on my top 10. Probably my tenth or eleventh when I really do my write out one, um, but not everybody was on steroids, and he took advantage of pitchers that weren't on steroids and was hitting home runs off of them. This, I, I, I and so that's that. where my slight issue is. Um, my number six is Tiger Woods. Okay. Um, I think the everyone I have a, my top five ahead of Tiger Woods is all a little more. What Same you two? Six is Tiger Woods. Yeah. Okay, my top five ahead of them are all a little more dominant, I think, in their sport because of the last five to six years. Yeah. Um, but Tiger Woods, I don't think we'll ever have someone as polarizing in golf, and we never had before. Um, obviously, partially because he's an African American and his he is, came in young, and he was the first one to start really fist pumping and screaming on the field yeah. on the on the course, which and, was awesome. Which was awesome, and. If he does have a resurgence where he um, maybe wins a master this year or next year, one of his next couple of years, he'd probably move up on this list really fast for me to be number one. But I can't have a number one like ESPN's list. I have to have him here at six because his last couple of years have been a little slower. But he, even with the last couple of years being slower, he's at six because of how fucking dominant he was for all those other years. If, if this list, Sammy, was the most influential athletes to their sports in the last 20 years... Well, half the people on my list wouldn't be there then. I know. If it was, <laughs> I'm saying he'd be number one. Yeah. But it's not. It's most dominant. And he had a really good run of dominance. But like you said, the top five, and I think we're going to have the same people in the top five, it sounds like, um, were a little more dominant for a longer period of time. So I agree with a lot with what you said, but I have Tiger Woods at number six, too. Who's your fifth? My fifth is Usain Bolt. Okay. Uh, why, why fifth? Why fifth? Um, he's the fastest man in the world, yes, but all the other people I think are playing sports that are a little more dominant on your body and a little okay. more tougher that I have ahead of him. He's the fastest man ever, whatever. I love it. I think I think he has to be a top five because he is the fastest human to ever live, recorded, what, uh, I guess, on paper. On paper yeah. yeah. Uh, and I just think... What he's done has been phenomenal, and, and to dominate in Olympics where it's a worldwide sport, which all these people I have, maybe except for one, is like a worldwide stage, mm -hmm. which I think kind of tops some of these other people that just play like in American sports, True. Um, which even True. though all the best players play in these, but this is a worldwide stage. Um, sports like tennis and golf and Olympic sports are seen by the world. You know, yep. more than just the United States. I have Usain Bolt at five. At number five, I have Roger Federer, Sammy. And I, I think Roger Federer is fantastic. His career record is 1,149. He has 97 career uh, titles. Um, he is number one in the world right now. He was number one in the world in 2004 as well. Uh, that's 18 years. He's 36 years old. Still the best uh, in in golf. I mean, I mean, sorry, tennis. He has one, two, three, four, five, six Australian Opens, one French Open, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight Wimbledons, 
and five U.S. Open championships. I mean, it's, it's just remarkable. He's the most dominant uh, tennis player of our lifetime, and he continues to win uh, at levels at an age where most players in tennis especially is more of a young man's game, and usually people peak at their, in their early 20s, not in their late 30s. So I have him at number five. At number four, mm-hmm. I have Michael Phelps. Okay. Michael Phelps, um, <laughs> almost like a Roger Federer. Only problem, only problem for me is just you only notice in Olympic sports, but I think he's won in five different types of swimming. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the most uh, has the most medals, gold medals of any I think Olympian in history. Mm-hmm. Um, and Michael Phelps is he was also kind of a polarizing figure. He actually made unlike a lot of Olympians that maybe might be really good. He actually was a big news topic, you know, yeah, and like for stuff that maybe like now wouldn't be as big of a deal. Why? Because like, now it we like that was like ten years. No, ago. not his like controversy stuff. Not like the weed stuff or whatever. Oh, okay. I'm that, just that, saying, like in general, for most Olympians, he's pretty well known. Like right. he was on like ESPN put him on there a lot. Like right. he was on a lot of highlight videos. People talked about it compared to, for example, like the track and field girl that I didn't know. I I didn't know she was winning that many. You know, gold medals. Yeah, sure. I mean, even I had Lindsey Vaughn on 19 on my list. I don't really see her highlights that often. Michael Phelps, when he's winning and when he's out there, people are interested in the story. Fair enough. Um, I can give you my four and three. My four is Serena Williams, and my third is Michael Phelps. Well, my third is Serena Williams. Okay, so so George good. has Serena four, Phelps three. I have. Phelps for Serena three. Yeah, and same reason for Phelps. Uh, let's talk about Serena, most dominant ten- tennis player, most do- women's tennis player ever, uh, most dominant women's athlete maybe ever. She's transcended the sport. Polarizing. She's polarizing. Um, she won while she was pregnant in 2017. Yep, and she continues to win. And she's been winning for a long time. And not just that. And I, I, I think race does play a role in these yeah. kind of things sometimes. But being a black athlete in a sport of tennis – where it was kind of known as almost like golf and Tiger Woods. It's yeah. known as like the rich white man or the rich white woman sport that's like, you know, country club supposed to be for like, you know, in the olden days, it would be like the white man sport. And now it's become more international. And now it's right. becoming the best tennis player is black and the best golfer yep. is black. And I think that's not just great for cultures, for the sport. And for the black community, it's a great 100%. thing. And not just that, she also has been a multiple-time winner in doubles with her sister. Right. So in a in a family of tennis players, which yeah. is awesome. And she has 24 Grand Slam titles. Yeah, which and is her crazy. her first one was won in 1999, and her last one was won in 2017. So, yeah. So that just says it all. Exactly. Uh, my number two, I'll go ahead and say mine first, I guess, because we already talked about it. I don't have much to say. Is Usain Bolt. Yep. Fastest man in the world. So I, I don't have much to say after that, but like everything you just said about Usain Bolt, I uh, completely agree. So my number two is probably who your number one is. Okay. Floyd Mayweather. Yep. So Floyd Mayweather, um, not a good person probably. Yeah. This uh, is not the best person award. Not the best person award. He's not the best person. Um, I don't know him personally, but he says a lot of bad things, has done a lot of bad things. I'm not saying he wouldn't be a good hang. He probably would be a great hangout, but he's not the best person in the world. Right. And... Um, he's 50 and 0 and he beat Manny Pacquiao and then everyone was like trying to say that McGregor had a chance against him beat McGregor when a UFC guy that pretended that it's easy to come into boxing and win he kicked his ass him. and for the last 20 years 
the man has not lost a boxing match, which could be one of the most dangerous sports in the history. Actually, probably is. Yeah, one of with the, MMA, probably. Maybe bull, bull, uh, I don't count that. Fighting. One of the most insane sports ever. Floyd Mayweather at two, and, uh, I, and I have one. and I have Floyd Mayweather at one. Um, then we'll get to Sammy's number one, which uh, I think which I, is Roger Federer. Yeah, I, I, I <laughs> yeah, I like. I mean, look, I have Federer. What I said, three, three. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is like these are hard. You're picking pretty hard. Yeah, so. and I know it's kind of sounds weird that I would have Roger Federer one, and you know Serena's probably more dominant the sport of tennis, but. I'm going to take this into account whether I, I, most people probably wouldn't take this as like a sexist thing, but I mean, I think men have a little more dominant athletes, like just by like bloodline. And I think it's probably a little harder for a man like Roger Federer to dominate when I think in that sport specifically in men's tennis, mm -hmm. there's been a lot more competition coming after Roger Federer than against Serena. Maybe that is because Serena's just way better than everyone, but I'm, I like Roger Federer a little better for this one. Um, it sounds crazy, but here's the difference between him and like Floyd Mayweather right. for me is I know Floyd Mayweather is 50, you know, but with boxing, it's not as a consistent sport. Right. I mean, Floyd Mayweather could stop for two years. He, he didn't box for a while after right, Pacquiao. Then he went ahead, boxed again, did McGregor and then kind of got done. I don't know when he's going to play with Roger Federer. He has to keep playing or like he's retired. Like, right. I mean, he has things to, Playing. Like he has tournaments to Absolutely. be in. He has a bunch of things to be in. And I, I'm just going to go through some of the stuff that you went through. He turned pro in 1998, which is perfect for this because that is 20 years ago on yep. the dot. Um, like you said, he's won 82% of his matches. And that's pretty crazy when we're considering it's about 1,400 matches, right? He has, in 20 years, 97 titles. Like cool. compare that to golf and all these other things. Like it's pretty insane. His first highest ranking was, like you said, February 2nd, 2014, at the number one ranking. As of February 19th, 2018, he is the number one tennis player in, in the world. Wow. That is over 14 years straight, and he's back at number one. Um, that's more amazing than what like, LeBron's doing for a 15-year stretch. That's more amazing, I think, than a Floyd Mayweather. Um, Michael Phelps and Usain Bolt, the reason they were at 4-5, like I said, with Floyd Mayweather, um, it's a sport where – you're kind of gone for a while, yeah. and then you're back. You're kind of gone for a while. We're talking about a guy that has to do this, like, month in and month out pretty much. Um, yeah, I mean, Australian I, 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 Opens. Let me just get this real quick. Yeah, I was going to say, I can't really argue against Australian it. Open wins, right? 2004, 2006, 2007, 2010, 2017, and 2018, this year. French Open in 2009, Wimbledon in 2003, 4, 5, 6, 7, 9, 12, and 17. And U.S. opened in 2004, 5, 6, 7, and 8. Other tournaments in tours, in tour finals, he's a champion in 2003, 4, 6, 7, 10, and 11. He is a gold medalist in Beijing doubles in 2008, a silver medalist in 2012 London singles. Um, team competitions, the Hupsman Cup, he won in 2001 and in 2018. So that's a 17-year stretch. Uh, Davis Cup, he's won in 2014. Olympic Games, he won in a doubles tournament in 2008 in doubles. Grand Slam doubles in 2003 at the Australian Open, French Open 2000, Wimbledon in 2000, the U.S. Open in 2002. I mean, that's pretty crazy. In doubles, he is 29 and 89, over 50% mark. And we're talking about a guy that has to play with another player. Um, eight career titles in doubles. He was ranked as high as the top 25. He's 24th. Uh, was his highest ranking in doubles at one point. And 
I just don't see a way that anybody else from 1998 when he turned pro till now has been this dominant. Yeah, the, the, like that's why I have Mayweather at number one. Um, unfortunately, I mean, like you said, you have to go back and forth and lose. But I mean, we have to remember uh, he's never lost, and th- that's why I have him at number one. He's, True, but like, that, I said, like yeah. it's 50 matches, right? Compared right, right, to right, absolutely, what's more impressive? Let me just ask you this really quick: What's more impressive? 50 matches in a sport where you get time off or in a sport that goes year in, year out since 98 to go not not 50-0, and 0, but to go 1,149 in 251. So They're both very, very impressive. That's why they're both yeah. my top five most dominant athletes of the last 20 years. But yeah, shockingly, I have Roger Federer, and he has prize money. The difference, if we're talking money, Floyd Mayweather is near a billion dollars yeah. in netted income. Federer still though is at 116 million, which is not too shabby. Not too shabby. All right. Uh, All-time leader in earnings. That's uh, I mean that's another yeah. just another gold medal for him. Yeah, and he gets I mean a lot of uh, sponsorship deals that yeah. Floyd Mayweather can't get, but like Rolex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, that's all I got. Obviously, do you want to recap them real quick? Uh, or is that too? Actually, if you want to see our recap or yeah. hear our recap, we'll have it on the Go website. to SoundCloud.com/slash/SantLive or look up Sant Live on iTunes. Like I always said, subscribe, leave a review. We're gonna start doing something, maybe to try to help drive some traffic. Maybe start releasing some podcasts, exclusive things once in a while, yeah. or like video exclusive things. You never know. So go subscribe um, and check out the Facebook page later today or tomorrow. When are we doing the article parts? Probably tomorrow morning. Probably tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning, check out if you missed any of our top 20, either listen to it on the podcast. The podcast will be in the article too. So go check out that article or go to sansports.com to see our full list that will be coming out by tomorrow morning. So tomorrow morning, uh, if you missed any of this, like I said, tomorrow morning, but it might be tomorrow. Within the next 28, 24 to 48 hours, check on sansports.com. Our podcast will be in the next hour. Uh, if you want to kind of recap what we had in our top 20, but it concluded with George having Floyd Mayweather at one and Sammy Roger, Federer. Roger Federer at one. Um, that's all I got. Perfect. We've been coming at you live and direct from the sound live studios in sunny Everett, Washington. Tune in tomorrow really quickly yep. before you press anything. Um, let me finish the comments really quick. Oh, I yes. forgot. Dane said pro bowl and football and all-star and baseball in the same year. Only person to ever do that. Usain Bolt can run in a straight line fast, not, that great of an athlete. He couldn't dream of play football or basketball. And that's why I have Usain Bolt at five, actually, just because right. even though he is the fastest of all time ever, right? Yes. But I find it to be a little more impressive to be like the best player, tennis player of all time. Yeah, but this is about the most dominant, not the most impressive feat. Correct. That's why I have him where I have him. Gabe asked about KD. He's not even close on my no, list. No, not even. He and neither is CP3. Might, he might be in the next 20. Years. The like, dominant 20 basketball, he'd be like, 15 to 10 to 15. Yeah. CP3 would be like 20th. Yep. Um, Gabe said he should have won against the Mavs, but he didn't show up. NBA should have first two rounds, five games, then conference and semi conference finals and finals at seven. I actually wouldn't mind that again. Me either. Um, but that is the biggest thing for LeBron might, if he have won, I know Brady has five rings, but he's at nine. If LeBron had won two more rings, um, or won that Mavs finals, right. he might even be at like fifth on my list. Exactly. But those losses hurt. Dane also said, I hate it when people paint a brush too, Sammy. Like everyone was doing steroids. Not like, no, not everyone was doing steroids. No, but yeah, he, I hate that. Sta- I'm not saying he doesn't every mean it. single person. I know you don't mean it literally, but I also hate that statement. I obviously I already said that, but yeah. I hate that statement that everyone was doing steroids because 
maybe a lot of the dominant players were, but I mean, I, the only reason I don't like is because really a lot of um, a lot of the pitchers he probably had to go against weren't on steroids, and, and he was a lot, and a lot of them were. So not I mean, a lot of them. Okay. I think majority the, were probably but, off steroids. The, the, the thing is, I'm I'm putting him at where as high as I am because it was domination. He was still dominant. Gabe says 49-0. Don't count McGregor match as a win. That that is also that's an interesting perspective. I know some people that if you're like a big boxing fan, you might be like that doesn't count. Yeah. But for me, like it counts. Whatever yeah. it happened, right? Yeah. Um, Omar asked Jimmy Johnson question mark. I don't know. NASCAR. I, yeah, I, I I talked about Jimmy Johnson earlier. I said I took off people who drive cars because it's a vehicle driving. Yeah. Yeah. And full disclosure, I don't watch NASCAR much, so I not at all actually. And Gretzky so Gretzky would be in my t- nineteen nine. This is from. I was getting there next. Yeah. yeah Gretzky. Two thousand eight. Pujols and Clemens. I I was kind of regretted uh, taking not having Pujols on my list. Clemens. I had only one pitcher, so I had Martinez there, um, Pedro, and Clemens. I mean Pujols. Once we start talking about uh, Pujol or about Trout and stuff, and I have David Ortiz there, I could have fit him in that nineteen to eighteen yeah, over like same. a Lindsey Vaughn or Lisa Leslie. And uh, Dane said I'm watching Darnold at his pro day, slinging it in the rain right now. And Jimmy Haslam was sitting with his parents today. Yeah. And did you see that? Uh, no, I didn't know. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So Browns are taking Sam Darnold at one. Yeah, I know that. Not yeah, Saquon I Barkley. I figured. Uh, and Gabe says, "Take care, peace." Thank you. You too, my guy. Um, We'll see you guys tomorrow for episode 386 of Sant Live. Um, go to SantSports.com. Peace. Grand Canyon University is Arizona's premier private Christian university. Committed to providing next-generation education, GCU offers over 200 academic programs, many in high-demand fields across nine colleges. We keep our rigorous curriculum relevant by partnering with industry leaders and advisory boards. Earn your degree online, in the evening, or on our vibrant Phoenix campus. Find your purpose at GCU, where advanced technologies drive education. Private, Christian, affordable, nonprofit. Visit gcu.edu. Here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations. Limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery.